Hello, Scott. Hello, Rebecca. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Is this the real Scott Hardy? I think so. Okay, because there's this... I can't be 100% sure. Though. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. I hope that this is you. <laughs> Well, there's this funny word out there called doppelganger. Doppelganger. What is a doppelganger? It's someone that's not related to you mm-hmm. that looks like you. Okay. So, and they say, they say, whoever they, they, they are. Put, they say a lot of things. That, that's right. Mm-hmm. That we can get into that later. <laughs> um, but they say that everyone has at least one doppelganger. That's someone that looks like you. Have you ever met yours? I don't think so. <laughs> Well, you keep this little folder on your Facebook the pictures and it's people that look like people. Yeah, I call it famous peeps. Yeah. And I started this, I think, in 2012, maybe 10 or 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. I was down the street of New York and this really old man walked by and from the side, he looked like Harrison Ford. I don't think Harrison Ford's going to like that you saw a really old man just now. But he is okay. now. In 2012, not so much, uh-huh. but now he's pretty old. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, this guy was like older than Harrison. Like okay. he looked like Harrison, but even older. So I yeah. thought it was funny. So I started with 2012 and I've been, I do it like when I see people and even when we're out together, I'll pretend I'm taking a picture of you so I can take a picture of someone somebody else behind looks you. like somebody famous right yeah so um just some of the funny ones i get a lot of johnny depps i see a lot of johnny depps around mm-hmm. um we did one where it was oh i'm trying to find that one real quick um i've done like Penn and teller i've done the, there's a guy that looks like robert downey jr that was in the airport mm-hmm. um just really and funny now stuff. Now people send them to you. Well, yeah, now some people will send them to they, you. They'll like DM me and say, "Hey, does this like this person?" Yeah. I'm like, "Well." Yeah. And the other thing that happens is sometimes you confuse people because they're like, "Did you see Johnny Depp?" Right. I'll say Johnny Depp, and they don't read my hashtags, but yeah. just people who look like people. Hashtags are important, people. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are very important. I think hashtags are important. So I've done like. Red and Link, who we've talked mm-hmm. about before, I saw Rick Rent one day. John yeah. Williams saw him in Utah. Yeah, like just crazy stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're kind of all about it. You, you yeah. tend to like try to. You're always on the lookout. Well, and we, I think we both are. We both kind of go, oh, that person looks like this person. Yeah. We've done that forever. Well, so. we usually say if so and so and so and so had a baby, right? Yeah. Be this person. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's it turned a into that now. nice mashup. Yeah. <laughs> So we were talking about it, like doppelgangers for you and me, mm-hmm. and I've never really, I don't, Nobody's I ever, can't think you of anyone are, very you, unique, I You guess. cannot be replicated. That's right. Mm-hmm. But you were saying as you were growing up, there's a couple of people yes. that people said you look like. When I was younger, and so look at this face, my skinnier face. When I was younger, they would say Daryl Hannah. Okay. She was in Splash with Tom Hanks. She was a mermaid. Um, that's her most well-known and I think also she was I don't know she wasn't in that I don't think I don't remember what else she was in but the other thing that most recently and I still just every once in a while we'll hear this one and that's Trisha Yearwood oh yeah I don't know why there's something about I think our eyes or something I don't really know or that people say that I I've I've probably heard Trisha Yearwood I would say 10 to 15 times in my life Okay, how many times do you think you've heard Daryl Hannah? That was when I was young and probably just maybe five or six. Okay. Yeah, when I was younger. That's cool. So I found one of the pictures that I'm going to show you right now. This is the funniest one I've ever did. I ever took. It looks like Meryl Streep and 
Spike Lee are having dinner together. This, <laughs> and you can see that they it really does look like them. And that was at Mash in Fort Worth. I remember oh taking this gosh, picture. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. So I just had to share that one before we kind of move on. So, um, so for me, I've had people that, I've run into people that have like, maybe the first name is the same. Yeah. I've had a few people that maybe the last name's the same. Correct. And you're like, how are we related down the road? Yes. So, but in today's story, the person we're talking to today right. has just gone over the top here. Right. They yeah. are both redheads. They both have glasses. They're both 6'4". Right. Um, they both have beards, kind of scruffy red beards. Um, they both play major or minor league minor baseball. baseball. Yeah. And they both have the same name, not just the first name. Not just the first name. The last name too, yeah. which is an unusual last name. Feigl is the last name. So we got to interview one of the Brady Feigls. We're not sure which one, yeah. but it was one of them. We're not sure which one. Right. <laughs> but we hope you enjoy this interview. Super fascinating and honestly, just the craziest thing. Enjoy this interview with Brady Feigl. Thank you for taking time to talk to us today. We can't wait to kind of dive into this story. Whenever we've told like our kids or whoever, they're like, you're going to talk to that guy? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, the guy that has the double game? We're like, yeah, like everybody knows about this story. <laughs> right, yeah. It is absolutely yeah. crazy. So what was it like for you growing up? Let's just start at the beginning, playing baseball in Maryland. Uh, I mean, it, it was my first love. Um, I guess you could say I was born into a baseball family. Um my dad played JV baseball. My mom uh, played softball. Um, she was actually my very first coach uh, in Little League. Um, and then my brother, uh, who's four years older than me, um, ended up playing it in uh, college. Um, and then I pretty much just followed in his footsteps. Um, grew up watching uh, watching the Orioles. Um, I mean, I was born in 1990, but I could remember maybe 97, 98 when they were like, decent and then they just went on an absolute <laughs> tank and just okay. were awful um yeah. but my parents had um like season tickets our package was like 13 home games um so we would you know i grew up just watching the orioles um okay. you know play at camden yards which i might be a little biased but i think that might you know probably top five stadiums uh yeah. across across the league uh it's just absolutely beautiful um it was cold but, um, you know, the start of the seasons were always cold, but, um, I mean, it, it was always fun. I, I was, I feel like I just picked it up right away. Um, I was always, you know, my birthday's in December. So I was always, uh, my parents put me in school early. So I was always one of the younger kids, um, which I think truly helped me, um, kind of mature, uh, baseball wise. And I mean, I, if you think about it, you're playing against older kids always, um, you're going to fail a lot more. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I, I learned how to kind of get over failing. Because, um, you know, I mean, baseball is a very tough sport to begin with. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you're, you're playing against older kids to begin with. It's it's going to make it that much harder, um, which I think, um, and I play football all the time with my brother and his friends. So uh, they give me like an 80 run lead and I just be running in circles, <laughs> running after the ball. Um, but I just, it, it was just so much fun. Um, 
and I still thoroughly enjoy it, which I'm still trying to play. I mean, I'm going to be yeah. 33 at the end of the year. So, I mean, I'm, it's just, it's something that I've done a long time. I mean, it's, it's not something that is me, but it's just, it's something that I enjoy. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to try to do it as long as I can. Yeah. What, what year was Camden Yards built? Oh gosh. Didn't we go it there? Was, it right? was early nineties. I, yeah, right yeah. I believe 91 or 92. Yeah, somewhere okay. in there. We went yeah. there like right after it opened, right? 93, 94, like, I think. Because yeah. who was, do you have a favorite player? Uh, so my favorite player growing up was actually Tory Hunter. Um, okay. I, I enjoyed playing the outfield. Yeah, I, I, put, I enjoyed playing the outfield um, and just running down balls and trying to throw people out. Um, and I thought he was one of the best uh, of mm -hmm. his generation. Yeah. So, so I still wear number eight and my <laughs> email address is Ripken. <laughs> so that is my all-time favorite player for sure. Yeah. We've coached a lot of baseball together and I, I actually love coaching Little League. I actually never really played softball. I played some basketball, but not a lot of softball in high school and but we have three boys. So that's, I mean, okay. softball is so weird to me now. It's like, all we ever do is play baseball. So yeah. what was it like your mom coaching? What was that like? Cause we we've had Rebecca has always coached our guys. So. Uh, I mean, it, she's, she's so um, like into the game. She knows all the rules. I mean, when I was in high school and college, um, she would actually keep a scorebook every time I was playing. <laughs> um so I, I could actually honestly I think she still has those scorebooks so I could honestly probably go back and look at like <laughs> when I pitched um and how I did yeah. um but I mean it's it it's just fun I mean it, I she's very knowledgeable about the game um mm -hmm. she <laughs> she always harps on uh, um the Orioles used to be good when they were when they had a very good farm system and had homegrown guys and then brought them up that way um and since they kind of gotten away from that obviously you can see that they've have not been very good the last couple of years but I think last year they finally started to turn the page and they have one of the best farm systems again and I mean pretty much just to her her proof of her thought was I mean they have a very good talent in the farm system and they're starting to bring up those guys and yeah. uh, they actually kind of surprised a lot of people um last year so I think they're you know they're I don't think they're going to surprise as many people this year because everyone knows, you know, they're kind of starting to turn around. And I think the AL East is one of the hardest divisions across all the sports with the Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, and uh, Blue Jays. So they're all very competitive. So they, they kind of need to step it up because they haven't had a whole lot of fans at their games and everything. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, like I said, I grew up watching them. It's just, <laughs> I've seen some empty stands and it, I'm like, this is a professional team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that could be pretty depressing yeah. when it's supposed to be a major league yeah. team. Sure. Yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. I want to have lunch with your mom someday. You can uh, talk, yeah. You can your mom's has yeah. well. I love coaching Little League. And I feel like for me, I always have to like, I have to squat for a pitcher. We coach like 12 years, so they're not really tiny. But once I can squat for a pitcher, I can get the dads on board, you know, and then they can be like, mm -hmm. okay, she's, she'll be okay. You know, but <laughs> yeah, always can, at first they're can. like, why do we have this female coach out here doing this? But yes, yeah, so we have to earn our little spot on the field and then we get the respect. Yeah. <laughs> women are starting to make strides in MLB. I mean, you have yeah. the uh, she had general manager for the Marlins, and then uh, there's a couple coaches out there. So, yeah, I mean, girls can coach too. That's all right. right. Well, Olivia Chen, know the game too. She's playing on a college team. She okay, yeah, yeah, yep. pitcher, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's it's coming around. Yeah, so that's cool. Absolutely. I mean, it's 
there are some differences between softball and baseball, but I mean, for the most part, we all move the same way and get into the same kind of positions, fielding, hitting, pitching, well, pitching, obviously not, but um, yeah, it's, there's really not too big of a difference. Yeah. Except those third basemen play inside the baseline. He's pass a little bit shorter. (laughs) There's that. Yeah. I would say, I would probably say right-handed hitters in softball because you have the little slappers, but um, yeah. yeah, there's just no way I'd play over there in that corner. <laughs> you've been ba- you've been playing baseball all your life. So what's what's the best thing about being on a baseball team? Mm-hmm. What keeps you coming back and wanting to play? Uh, honestly, probably just the teammates, the, the camaraderie that you you build with uh, with guys. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be on with the Rangers, Braves, and Padres. Um, and along the way, I mean, you you cross so many people's paths, um, whether it's an opponent or teammates, um, and then they're, they're all constantly moving. Um, so it's just uh, just building pretty much lifelong friendships, um, and it's just um, it's it's an awesome competitive within a sport that's very individualized. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's it, you know when you're in the minor leagues and everything, you, you can you can get stuck on kind of just being like you have to focus on yourself. Um, Cause if you, if you start worrying about other people, then you, <laughs> you're going to go absolutely crazy yeah. um, because there's, there's a lot of politics involved. Um, it's just like any other business. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, if you're a, a top drop pick, obviously you're going to get more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, I mean, you know, if you're good enough, you'll be found um, and, and teams will give you opportunities. That's, I was, I was very fortunate enough to be with the Braves um, as my first team. And they were very, um, very like, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? <laughs> Just like I, you were, if you performed, you were going to give, get chances. Um, yeah. And, you know, a lot, I've seen a lot of teams where, guys have gotten opportunities where you know i don't think they deserved it as much but like i said i mean there's the politics involved and everything and you just got to kind of worry about yourself but back to you know like teammates and stuff you want to strive and and be like other guys and kind of push other guys um to kind of like be better um you're always like kind of learning different pitches from other guys and like how they hold the ball uh, a little differently um you darvish is actually one of the more interesting stories I heard when I was at the Padres, he would actually go around uh, spring training and, and kind of like watch guys play catch and like ask them how they threw those certain pitches. Um, and then, you know, he, he has like seven or eight pitches in his repertoire, which is yeah. amazing. I don't know how the catcher calls them, but um, <laughs> it's just, it, it's just a, it, it, it's an awesome thing to see someone who's so established and very successful, still trying new things um, yeah. to like improve his game. I mean, it's, it's hard to get there. I mean, obviously I've never been to the big leagues, but I've heard many times it's hard to get there, but it's even harder to stay because you have to do your homework. You have to study tape, um, you know, especially if you're a starting pitcher or whatever, you have to know the lineups. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it, it's awesome to, you know, see guys. I've seen a lot of younger guys actually kind of improve and kind of go through the system and everything. And, um, you know, they could have been in like high A that year. And then, you know, two years later they're in triple A or the big leagues. And it's like, Oh, like I played with that guy. Like, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and you, you, you come across a lot of really cool people, fun people. Um, and it's just, I mean, I've 
you know, you got guys from the Dominican, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, over in Japan. Like it's, it's an awesome outlet for, you know, obviously baseball isn't going to last forever, mm-hmm. but it's, a, it's an awesome outlet for, you know, keeping up with guys. And it, it's, it's a worldwide country, obviously, you know, the world baseball classic going on right now, yeah. um, which is, which is absolutely awesome. Um, I think it's an awesome way to grow the game and kind of get kids back into it and everything, which I think has kind of fallen off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I think that's really important to kind of get, get the, you know, the kids back in the game and, and yeah. loving baseball. Yeah. Absolutely. We have a friend of ours whose son's a pitcher and he spent a lot of time in the minor league and then had Matt Thompson yeah. uh, and then got yeah, Zach Thompson. Oh, uh, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Matt's his brother. Yeah. Um, he uh, just kind of what you're saying, like just that push and push and push. And then now he got into he's playing with Toronto now and the team he was with before then just like not quite gelling with those players, but just really feels like he's found a home and those connection with those guys and how important all that is. And I mean, you just never know who's where your paths are going to cross and how where that's going to take you. It's just a woven story. So that's pretty cool. Um, we had two minor leaguers live with us last summer that we have the Cleburne railroaders right down the street from us. And, um, we have, uh, our boys are all grown and gone. So we've got some empty rooms in our house. So we were like, sure, we'll we'll host a couple. Uh, and they were hilarious. Of course, y'all that schedule. I mean, how many games did they play? They played a hundred games in 110 days. I think was insane. Their schedule was insane, but when we could catch them, they, they'd tell us the funniest stories and what's going on in the clubhouse and, you know, all the crazy stuff. And so what about you? You got some funny stories in there that you've been, had found in the clubhouse? Or- uh, I, I was trying to think about that. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like there have been so many that it's, it's hard yeah. to like nail any of them down. But uh, I, I think one of the funnier ones, obviously the bus trips are very long. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where we were. I think I was in high A uh, with, I think, maybe Lynchburg. Um, and I remember dead of the summer, our AC goes out. And, I mean, you got guys absolutely sweating mm-hmm. on this bus. Everyone's shirtless. Some people are in boxers. And it's just like, you're like looking around, you look up and down the bus. You're like, what is happening? Like, we got the vents on, on the, the top of the bus open. Like, anything we can do to get some airflow. Oh, and it was just absolutely miserable but it, I mean like you, you look back <laughs> at it and you just it, it helps you it helps you um like appreciate the little things um yeah. you know I, I played indie ball this past year um it, it, where honestly you know a, a lot of things it's kind of like the bare minimum um so like anytime I tell guys like you know that are still playing like in affiliated ball I'm like hey don't take things for granted like mm-hmm. keep busting your butt because you don't want to be on the outside trying to get a job back <laughs> in there because it's especially right now it's tough yeah but, um uh and I guess uh, the other one was I know we we're in low a and our obviously our bus broke down we actually <laughs> took a city bus <laughs> we took a city bus back to our hotel which was actually hilarious. Like just open windows. You got the poles in the middle where you got some guys standing up, holding on to them. And we're just like, wait, we're riding back in that thing. On the city. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I in your box, yeah, it was, yeah. it was very, it was very cool. Very chill. in the, yeah. uh, in the bus, but it just like the, the things you do, it's, yeah, it's absolutely wild. But yeah, uh, yeah it's just, uh, it's just a good time, especially like when you have a good group of guys and you mm. just kind of all, mesh well together and it's just it's just a good time I'm sure those guys are very happy to kind of um you know very appreciative of of you guys being able to host them I had a 
awesome host family that I'm still in touch with uh, when I had in, in Lynchburg. Um, it's just like, it's, it's an awesome way to, you know, again, like connect with people. Um, yeah. And just, just, I mean, we're playing a game and we're getting paid to do it. Like right. it, you can't be that serious. I mean, there are times where you have to be, but it's, mm-hmm. like, we're playing a kid's game, just having fun. Right. Yeah. And that's how it should be. Yeah. Um, it's the best too way. many too many times i've seen too many guys i've seen too many guys just get so frustrated it's like dude mm-hmm. take a deep breath yeah like, yeah yeah baseball is a hard game you can't <laughs> you can't get too mad like yeah. there's yeah. gonna be tomorrow and it, it, it all depends on how you how you deal with failure yeah there seems to be a lot of broken down buses they, like, our guys they, had several yeah, stories there are they were hitching rides it, it and pickup trucks up and down the road because their bus was i mean they were like in nebraska somewhere in like yeah. the middle of nowhere. i think it's the middle of missouri they yeah. on the way yeah they were hopping Crazy. in the back of people's pickup trucks riding up and down the interstate inter- interstate trying to find yep. where their bus was i mean it was didn't know if the guy that picked him up was a serial killer. Yeah. You know. He said he got in the back of the truck yeah. and the guy in front was like just a little sketchy, but there yeah. was some he had some tools back there. So our guy just reached over and like grabbed a, a wrench and just kind of held it close to him. Just you know, sure. Just, just in case. Sure. Yeah. I mean, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, especially today today. You you never know. You there's never know. yeah, there's no way. <laughs> okay, so we mentioned you have a doppelganger. This is like the craziest story. Yeah. Okay, so in 2015 you had elbow surgery, right? Correct. Yeah. So it's this is when you found out about the doppelganger. So what happened after your surgery? I think that you realized this was going on. That there's someone else out there. There's another Brady. So I, so I I kind of knew about it a little bit before. So 2014, so 2014 was my first year. Um, I think in late 2013, maybe early 2014, uh, I had a friend who was working for, um, uh, baseball, baseball factory, which is like a, a company that helps you, uh, kind of get recruited for colleges and everything. So they help you kind of make a video and everything. Um, and he sent me a uh, screenshot of an Excel spreadsheet and he highlighted Brady Feigl and it said from Missouri, like right-handed. And I was like, huh, that's, that's wild. <laughs> um, and then my first like experience with it was we were in Winston-Salem in high A and I had a couple like card sharks like, Hey, can you sign some cards? And I'm like, okay, like, I don't, I know I don't have a card. This is my first year in pro ball. Yeah. Um, he had a perfect game card. Um, and I was like, what the heck is that? Like, he has a card before I do. Um, and they're like, well, I was like, well, that's not me. Like he's right-handed. I'm left-handed. Um, and he was like, well, can you still sign? And I was like, like, no, I guess no. that's not me. That's not my card. Like I, I don't, I'm not allowed to sign his card. Um, so that was like kind of my first taste. Um, and then actually I had, uh, Tommy John surgery uh, through Dr. Andrews, which he also did. He had his, yeah, I don't know how far ahead he had his before mine, but when I showed up, they pulled his file, um, which I didn't, I didn't know he had surgery through him at that point. Um, so when I, I showed up, they had his file and I was like, uh, no, they're like, didn't we right arm? I was like, no, no. <laughs> that's the other one. Um, and that's why so, they asked yeah. that question I was just like, before you have surgery always. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. yes. And they always, like, surgery on the correct arm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they either do like an X or like a like a check mark or like yes or no. Like they yeah. 
they do a pretty good job of, of determining which arm is, uh, you know, they're going to perform the surgery on. Um, so I was just like, hopefully when I wake up, it's my left arm that's been done. Um, so that was, that, that was pretty wild. Um, I was just like, please just do, do the correct arm. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise I'd be like, what'd you do while you were in there? Cause that arm was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I have two bad arms. Exactly. My other arms. Yeah. So not only do you both have red hair, you both have glasses. Mm -hmm. You both have the same name. Exactly the same name. Yeah. Brady, but the last name Feigl, which is spelled odd. What in the world? What is that like to all of a sudden realize? It's one thing to we, you know, there's people that were like, oh, you kind of look like them, you know, but no, you have so much like, is that just so weird? Uh, it, it is a little strange. Um, like I, I've always talked to people. I'm like, to begin with, I feel like Brady is not a very common name to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think I knew one other one growing up. Um, and I think I've kind of come across a few others. Um, but I, I was actually named after Brady Anderson, uh, who played for the Orioles. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my parents being big, big baseball fans. Um, and then my mom actually wanted to name me my middle name, Scott after Scott McGregor, mm-hmm. but my dad put a stop to that. And I thank him very much for that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, and just like Feigl, I didn't know of any other Feigls in, in oh, the country I, besides, you know, my, my family. Um, and I knew Feigl came from, uh, Germany through Ellis Island up in New York. There's like mm-hmm. documentation, which was uh, pretty cool to find out as well. Um, but just just the fact that there's, you know, just a, another like set of five rules alone is is pretty is is very interesting. Um, but just him having the same name like Brady Feigl is is very very weird and very odd. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, not many people. You know, everyone always says like there's a doubt, like there's another person like you out there. Yeah. Um, but just the just to actually, I guess, physically know the person yeah. and, um, and look like at actually it. share the same name. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. very, very, very interesting. It, I, I've been trying to figure out the proper word for it, but I, it's just, it, no it's word. wild. It, yeah. It, no, it never happened. So there's not a word for this. <laughs> yeah. You're also it's something you cannot four. explain. Right. You're both six, four. So you're yeah. level, like you're looking, I mean, just yeah. cannot even imagine like looking at a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so finally he's, he so he's no, he's ahead. like 240 so i'm like i'm like 200 he's 240 so like he okay. you can tell like when we're right next to each other like yeah yeah he's definitely a little bit bigger than me um uh-huh. which i wish i was like 240 that'd be awesome but <laughs> trying trying it's to put right. on weight it just it just doesn't happen <laughs> it's good if you get older to have trouble putting on weight yeah that's yeah. a good thing even so no, my, my wife is very jealous of me Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can, I can just eat and eat and it goes nowhere. So yeah. <laughs> be careful the company you say that in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So y'all finally meet the Brady and Brady meet. You meet Brady. <laughs> Brady Feigl meets Brady Feigl. I st- it's still crazy. So, and you, what was it like meeting him for the first time face to face? Cause you end up doing a DNA test. So yeah. what was it like interacting with him finally? When we first met these two minor league pitchers, we were amazed by their similarities. We're both 6'4". We're both 6'4". Red hair. The red hair, the red beard. Bushy, gingy beard. The glasses. Both wear glasses. Most amazing of all, they even share the same name, Brady Feigl. 
outside, outside of my family, family I didn't think there were any Feigls. After their story first aired on Inside Edition last November, we got a lot of reaction, and almost everyone suspected the same thing. They had to be related, maybe even long-lost twins separated at birth. Are we twins? We're about to find out. We arranged for a DNA test. All right, I got these two things, and I'm spitting into this. Yeah, so that's a little, little tube that I get to uh, spit into, I guess. You know, <laughs> there's so many similarities. I got to say somewhere way back down the line. It'll be cool just to see where I come from more than anything. All right, we're all sealed up. Time to find out if we're related or not. I'm going to put it in the collection bag. We're going to seal it up and it's going to be that. Now it's time to come together for the results. At first, they were stunned. It says I'm 53% Germanic Europe. Stop. Are no. you? <laughs> no. You're kidding me. Yeah, mine's 53. <laughs> if they were actually identical twins, all the rest of their numbers would match yep. exactly. What about Ireland and Scotland? That goes with the red hair, huh? I got 2%. I got 10. Are you Italian at all? No Italian. Oh, well, I got 4% of that. Our Brady Feigls find that they're not brothers or even related. So what we seem to have is a very bizarre coincidence of two total strangers who look alike and happen to share the same name and occupation. What are the odds? We're still brothers in a way, yeah. I guess, you know. And we're always going to be Brady Feigl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, it, I just, I felt like it was almost like it was forced a little bit just because it, you know, Inside Edition did that piece on us. Um, yeah. So it was just like, it, it kind of felt a little awkward. You know, yeah. cameras around, you can't like, you can't really like truly be yourself at times. Right, yeah. um, but I mean, it was pretty cool. I mean, like he seemed like a nice kid. Um, obviously he's a couple years younger than me um, and everything. So, but I mean, I, I thought it was really cool. It wasn't like the, you know, the, the Spider-Man meme where they're like all pointing at each other. Like, because <laughs> I mean, like it we, we do both have red hair. We wear glasses, like red beard and stuff like that. Um, but like it, you can, you can tell the differences between us when we're kind of like side by side and like kind of stand next to each other. Um, but I guess the the other thing that's kind of wild is like that we're both professional baseball players. Like, right, yeah. The, the like that, I think that might be the the craziest thing out of it all is that you know yeah. we both have the same profession. Um, right. And you know, strive for the same dream and everything. Um, yeah, that's so great. Of all the things that we could be doing, you know, we both, yeah, you're both are playing baseball. <laughs> and so yeah. you guys took a DNA test and... No relation. No relation. Right? Mm -mm. No relation. No, it, it said that we were, yeah, it said that we were both like 53% Germanic Europe, um, yeah. which just basically Feigl came from Germany, which which I kind of right. knew about. Um, and nothing I, I don't remember, I don't remember the other like kind of similarities that we had, but... Um, we might have had a few yeah. but like i'm I'm like a, a, a tiny bit irish uh, i think a little bit like polish um but it was just like it was basically just saying that like you know five came from germany um yeah. but outside of that it, it's you know we had no relation which i was i was kind of i mean i'm not surprised about because i would have been like mom yeah you got you got something to explain here like what's what, happening what here? happened exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean outside of that it was just pretty much you know yeah. We like, have the same name, kind of look similar, but yeah. no what relation. What did your parents and your wife think about that? Were they equally going uh, So 
so my wife actually was able to come with me um, inside edition flew us out to Cedar Rapids. Uh, so my, I was with Round Rock, I believe at the time, and we were out of playoffs. Um, and everyone was always trying to get us together. And it's hard to do with the baseball season, obviously. Um, so since I, my season was, do- season was done and they were in the playoffs, um, they're like, well, why don't you fly out here? Um, which I was like, cool. Um, and then I, I met some of the players. I think they interviewed some of his teammates and everything. Um, and they're like, well, how's it feel to like meet the other one and stuff like that. Um, but my mom has always said, she was like, you need to reach out to them. Like, um, you know, see how they're doing and kind of like meet up, stay in touch and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, it, it's so hard to do, especially during the season because yeah. I mean, you're, you're focused on, you know, trying to get better and, and, and playing and stuff. Um, and then my, my wife was actually like, uh, I think during the piece, she was like justice for redheads. Um, to like say we don't all look alike we're not all the same person Um, we're we're our own being Um, and it's it it, it's kind of funny because it's like when you think about it they say like you know redhead is a is a recessive gene but I swear I I see more and more every day I don't know if it's just like I'm looking out for it yeah Um, but I I feel like I see more and more redheads which is which is awesome because we we need them we need more yeah um, yeah I mean my, my parents are pretty cool with it they're always just like you know you need to reach out with them stay stay in touch but you know mm-hmm. unfortunately we haven't uh, as much um, there was like a, a second kind of go around I had MLB Network reach out I had someone from England Australia um, there's a German-based company in New York they were all reaching out like hey we want to do these interviews and stuff mm-hmm. um, so I kind of shot him a text and um just to see like if he was interested in everything but um mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> um but yeah it's just it was just uh yeah it's it's just a, it's just a wild thing like you, you can't you can't make it up mm-hmm. um and it's just it's just one of those things that's unexplainable yeah um but I, I but i think it's really cool i mean like you said it's it's gonna follow me for you know probably forever it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be one of those things where it's like you know until there's another no, they're two guys in, in a sport where they're the same person and, right. you know, exactly. they kind of look similar and have the same name. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the cool thing for you is that the color of your hair is actually like the newest fashion trend. I'm a hairdresser. Every third person sitting in my chair wants Once this hair, hair color. Yeah. It's the strawberry red warm hair color. So if you're going to see a lot more, you're really going to start seeing a lot more now. So there's good news for you. Yeah. <laughs> Might not be natural. Might not be natural, but... It is yeah. very much an up and coming trend. So, yeah. so what? It's a, it's a good hair color. It's a great hair color. Yeah, it's a great hair color. It's very unique. Um, so what have you learned like through this whole cool story of yours? Any takeaways for you? Uh, I, I guess it's just I'm I'm amazed at kind of how many people. So I, I work out at uh, Christie Sports Performance down here in Jupiter, Florida, um, and I've had a wide range of you know former big leaguers uh, and like anywhere from kids that are like 13, 14, 15 years old. And they're like, are you that pretty Fargo guy? And I'm like, <laughs> like, you know who, like, you know who I am? Yeah. Um, which, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, I actually, funny story. I actually, uh, when my wife and I were getting married, um, we had to get our uh, marriage license up in Pennsylvania. She still doesn't believe me, but I swear. Uh, I went into the, uh, the building and, uh, you know, you got to get through the uh, metal detector. As I'm going through the metal detector, I think this was like right when this, the first story came out. 
there's two officers standing there and they're like, you look like that guy who plays baseball and has another one that is named, you know, like have the same name. And I was like, yeah. no way. <laughs> and I, I swear they were, I was like, yeah, that's me. Like, um, and I was like, where's, <laughs> I was like, where do I go now for like marriage license? I was like, oh, you're, uh, you're in divorce. That, that building's across the street. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, that, yeah. That was like my first taste of like people actually kind of know yeah. who I am a little bit, um, which was, which was very, very wild. I mean, yeah. I keep saying the word wild. It's just, it, there's no other way to describe it. Um, yeah. But it's, it's been, it's been really, it's a, it's a cool experience. Um, yeah. On a, on you know, a not like, many people have the opportunity to do this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. On a very small scale, we can mildly relate. We got married on a softball field at home plate and we okay. We're in the paper and on the, this is 1992. So there's not like internet happening and stuff, but we took off on our honeymoon driving up 287. We were in Colorado. We were almost in Colorado or we were in the Panhandle. Yeah. Texas, oh, maybe like Amazon, 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 or something like that. And we went in and got something at a gas station. And they were like, are you the couple that got married on a softball field? I mean, that's our, that's our only claim to fame yeah, ever. And then yeah. we're like, yeah, you saw that. I and mean, we were like five hours from home. So big deal for us. <laughs> not as near as big. It's awesome. <laughs> Okay. Sure. <laughs> so baseball season is upon us. So I know you just got done working out. We were working around your training schedule. <laughs> so tell us about your training. You're a pitcher. Kind of walk us through how you train. And then what are you looking to do this season? And where do you see yourself going like in the next few years or so? Uh, so I'm, you know, still trying to find a job. Um, yeah. I would like to go down to Mexico. Uh, I know a couple of guys that are down there right now, actually. Um, I was fortunate enough to play in the Dominican Republic in 2019, which was an awesome experience. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, pretty much going around like anywhere between like nine and 10 o'clock, um, you know, kind of stretch, roll out, and then you know, have bullpens uh, every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, at some point, we're going to start filming them and then do like live BPs, face some hitters, um, get some film and then send that out to uh, some teams to see if they're interested. Uh, pretty much do that six days a week. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty, I mean, it's, yeah. you got to, you got to stay on top of it. It's, uh, I know there's, uh, you know, a lot of kids that think they can kind of just get by with doing the bare minimum, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially once you get in, into pro ball and everything, it's, you got a hundred guys that are either ahead of you or, or underneath you that are all competing for spots and you just got to keep, keep grinding and, um, you know, just trying to stay ahead of everyone. Um, you know, the, anytime you kind of slack off, you'll be, you'll, you'll miss out. And yeah. it's, it's tough. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys that, uh, you know, I'm former big leaguers that are still trying to get back in the game that, you know, haven't been able to, and it's, yeah. it's, it's a tough, it's a tough game. Um, but I mean, like I said, I, I absolutely love the sport. Um, I think maybe at some point I might start coaching. I don't know if I want to mm -hmm. do that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think I'll be, I think I'll be around baseball for, um, for a while. Um, I just, I thoroughly enjoy the sport. Um, I think it's just, it, it's an awesome way to, um, just meet new people and, and kind of experience things, um, you know, get to go across the country um, and just, you know, play at these different stadiums and, and, and come across, uh, you know, awesome people, whether it's fans or, you know, host families, other players, coaches, um, 
you know, anywhere you are, there's always someone watching. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's one of the most important things. Like when, when guys kind of struggle a little bit on the field and they kind of show it, it's like, Hey, they kind of calm it down. I mean, there's 30, 29 other teams that are watching you guys. And then, you know, you got teams in Japan that are looking Taiwan, Dominican, yeah. Mexico. I mean, there's always someone watching. You could be training too. And it, everyone, you know, there's, there's a big uh, like baseball community out there where, you know, guys are always looking for you know players and everything. So it's, um, I mean, it's just awesome. I just, I yeah. just absolutely love baseball and it's, it's just an awesome network yeah. for everyone. Brady, have you heard of uh, Savannah, uh, the Savannah Bananas? Have you heard of Banana Ball? I have. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I can't say that I'm too much of a fan just because yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm very old school. I like uh, yeah, it is boring old baseball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it does look entertaining. I've actually yeah. I was fortunate enough to play at Savannah before they were the Savannah Bananas. Yeah. Uh, the Savannah Sand Nets, I believe they were. That yeah. field is very hot. Oh, is it? <laughs> it is very hot. It was very hot down there in the uh, in the summer. Yeah. Sultry Savannah. Yeah, it is. Well, and just something you mentioned when you were talking about scouts and stuff, I think they want to see, and you, like talking to younger players, they want to see when you struggle and they want to see how you react to that. Like, do you implode or you, do you regroup and, mm -hmm. and get the job done? So I think it's important once you once you failed or once something's gone wrong that you show you can rebound. Mm -hmm. So that's a good word. Absolutely. Me. Yeah, absolutely. It's it. That's the biggest thing. Everyone, everyone is always on a high when they're when everything's going well. They want to know how how you handle, um, you know, failure, kind of struggles. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very important to kind of stay even keel, even even if you're doing well. Like mm -hmm. you got to know somewhere down the line it's going to bite you in the butt. Um, <laughs> and like I mean, that's the, that's the cool thing about baseball. Like you you could make a really good pitch, and someone could get a you know put a good swing on it and they get a base hit or you can make a really bad pitch and you know someone hits an absolute missile right at someone like it's yeah. it's a game that is very give and take mm -hmm. um and I, I just enjoy i mean and, and there's you know when you go when you show up to the ballpark there's a very good chance that you'll see something that you haven't seen before yeah uh, and i mean the game's been around for a while so it's just it, it it's awesome i mean i I thoroughly enjoy watching, I mean, especially this World Baseball Classic and just seeing how um, how passionate all these teams are and the fans and everything, especially down in Miami with, with the uh, Dominicans and um, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Venezuelans, Nicaraguans. I mean, they're, they are so passionate about the game. I just, I love their, yeah. I just love how they're always in it. It's, it's absolutely every awesome pitch, to watch. They're excited about every pitch. Yeah, I mean they are in it. They are in it from pitch one to la the last out in the ninth inning. I mean, it, it could be a seven to one game, and they still think they're in it. Like that's that's their <laughs> mentality, which I I appreciate. It is it is very awesome to to watch. It's a it's a very cool experience. Yeah, Scott was just talking about that. We were watching what were Israel and Nicaragua. I think. Yeah. yeah, just so interesting and fascinating. So, well, Brady, thank you so well, much. You got you got. Go ahead. Sorry, you have the the uh, team from Czech Republic who are like they all have actual daytime jobs. Yeah, So I mean, it's I yeah, mean, that's like, like that's yeah. the cool thing about baseball is you you have you just have all these different people in general that are just playing this game. I mean, yeah. you don't. I mean, I guess besides soccer, there's no other sport like it. Um, yeah, that's right. 
and it's just it, it's the best i mean it's just i'm biased that's my <laughs> that's my take on baseball i wasn't telling you about that actually our son's best friend brady oh, was telling brady you was about telling that that's that's right, his yeah. name is brady yeah that's so funny his last name's fine no it's not <laughs> there can't be three of you I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well brady thank you so much for taking time to talk to us today we are big fans of yours and we just wish you the best of luck hope to get to see you somewhere down the road you always have a room at this house in texas if you ever get back this way and you need a you need a host home we're we're, we're veteran host homers absolutely i i appreciate it thank you very much yes Take thank care, you man. so much okay so what would you do if you found out there was a scott hardy a jeffrey scott hardy out there with a lot of your characteristics. Yeah. Maybe he's a graphic artist. Maybe his three sons. Right. Would you like, let's go meet him now. Or would you like, let's have a phone call. Or would you like, I'm going to ignore the situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, and it's kind of like Brady talked about, I would like to do, like he had to do it with cameras there. Right. And he was talking about how awkward that was. Yeah. I would love to like, you would Facebook message this person or Instagram message them and say, hey, there's a lot of similarities here yeah and kind of talk to them that way before you meet them all right in person but maybe set up a zoom call mm -hmm. or maybe a facetime and just see what's going on there yeah and i think that's what i would do would you ignore it or would you i, I can't imagine you ignoring <laughs> anything <laughs> oh i would be like hello let's have coffee right now right, i'm right flying now. to you wherever you are let's have coffee because that is so crazy i think i would be a little slower with it I would, I would ease into the relationship and yeah. you would be on the next plane out right that's right. exactly yeah what i would do well i mean hopefully well i don't know do you hope that ever happens i was gonna say hopefully it'd be kind of cool actually it'd be interesting Listen, all of our listeners, you be on the lookout for lookalikes of us. And right, you let, let us know. know. You just let us know and we will we'll handle it in the way each of us would see fit. There you go. <laughs> Which is two totally different ways. Right. We hope you enjoyed this interview with Brady Feigl. Party party five and a half over and out. We'll see you next time.